listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. I can say, David, is I wish I could be there with him because it is such a great event with all the seminars and and the, the fun and the couple fun of parties, a couple of parties, not in Philadelphia. <laughs> they're they're getting you killed. know. Come to think of it, they I are guess getting, he got there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, it didn't start till yesterday. Oh, okay. So he's there and snowed in. Yeah. Oh well, I you know I was in Chicago at the auto show for the uh, media days Thursday and Friday and. I mean, everything was a nightmare in Chicago. And uh, I caught an earlier flight and that got in later than my later flight. But that <laughs> flight, I don't know if it even made it here last night. And that was just in and out of I, I forgot my hair. I heard, and it went one air and out the other, which is the, my normal situation now about how many flights. It's in the uh, thousands and thousands. 5,000 as of this morning on the Weather Channel because oh. I checked it. And uh, it didn't get as bad in upstate New York, where it usually, you know, they get twelve to eighty-seven thousand feet of snow. And uh, how much? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you they, were just checking. Weren't they you? only got about four to six this time instead of eight to twelve. But well, Boston's say, uh, twenty-five feet already, or inches. I inches, mean. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good Lord. Don't let me bore Boston, a cylinder. Boston, Boston. They're still, they've got another five coming because I, I was on the Weather Channel when I was trying to wake up so I could remember to come here this morning. Ah. <laughs> well, it was uh, mighty nasty up there. I, yeah. You know, I, I I was kidding folks yesterday that were coming in that, oh, my God, what would Atlanta do with with? 18 inches or 20 inches of snow. We'd be buried until mid-July. Well, well, yeah, but with global warming, it would have been melted the next day. Yeah, I tell you what, that's, I don't normally go too much, and it's not a matter of politics. It's a matter of uh, fact at this point, but uh, people need to be aware. The solar flares, this is, uh, this is in the 11-year cycle of, of bad solar flares, and they're expecting. Uh, uh, they can see it, and they they uh, we have a satellite that monitors the sun, and uh, the spurting coming from the sun is a precursor of what's to come. And they're saying, you know, it could be, uh, it could be pretty bad. And that's just as if you have a droid. Droid. Oh yes, yes. Uh, go to uh, Google Store or whatever you call it. Uh, and pick up our app. Just, uh, I mean, mine. It took me, and I'm not computer we literate that. or we telephone that. literate or we anything. Know that. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I go on my telephone and I go to the Google Store and uh, type in America's Web Radio with an apostrophe s. America's uh, Web Radio and. Up, I mean, it was almost instant, and it, it, do you want to download Dummy? Oh, hell yeah, it's mine. Uh, so, uh, I, well, just, I, I punched the download, and, you know, I mean, it was We'll have to quick. do it on my phone, too, because then our listeners can listen live in the morning on their smartphones. Absolutely. They can take it to the shower with them. They well, can, uh, anyway, you know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, they, they, can, they can meet the guys for coffee and yeah. listen. Yeah. The, uh, the uh, iPads and iPhones, because of um, 
Apple slash iTunes or iTunes slash Apples, whatever right, it is. Right. They have to bless it and approve it. Well, they haven't done that yet. Well, we sent it to them, but um, they're well, blessing and, and and blessing and patting it on the head and all of that stuff can take up to ten days. So, just keep checking with your iPhones and. Uh, I I need to send. The, in fact. If you'd send that email to me again, because I have some folks I work with that I've talked about the radio show with that would like to listen, but I tell them they have to go to www.americaswebradio without the apostrophe. Yeah, yeah. And they can pick it up live, but they don't want to walk around with their computer. Yeah. No, I I think this is a wonderful opportunity for us. It is, and we've had, you know... And especially today, because I'm going to give them a report on the Chicago Auto Show, the listeners, and then I'm going to talk about a whole bunch of other neat stuff. Well, so all you have to do is download our app and you listen, can listen to Jim. <laughs> well, you, David, we're going to let you talk too, but uh, I spent two days at the uh, preview days with media at the Chicago Auto Show. That, and the Chicago Auto Show is usually the largest attended show in the country, and it's in uh, McCormick Place, of course. And I started riding the train into Chicago when I was in high school to go to the auto show. And it was always fun. But uh, Well, it was, I guess that, that was quite an improvement from the stagecoach to the train. Yeah, well, it, it, you know, you didn't get as dusty, and the, the windows were up, and, and it worked. It worked fairly well, yeah. And, and I didn't have to worry about robberies. Because <laughs> you had no money, or, or no, because well, what about he, Jesse James and the Great Railroad? Uh, no, no, that was before Jesse. Oh, was before, yeah, this okay. was before Jesse. But okay. it, anyway, um, just some interesting observations of the Chicago Auto Show that I'd like to talk about, and I'd also like to talk about social media today because David brought up social media because America's Web Radio is now coming out of the dark ages. And into social media, and David also Man, no, has. I, I tell you what, Facebook and Twitter. Facebook, uh, we're over our five thousand limit. Are we really? Is. Oh yeah, we have oh. fifty. They give you, I guess, a little bit fifty five thousand fifty two or something like that. And then we also have our fan page, and yeah. um, we get some rather uh, heated comments on it. Every <laughs> well, that's because of some maybe some of the things we say. Heated things that are said on the mic. That, but not on this show. No, no. Never. This is this is a car show. We don't overheat, but we'll discuss overheating possibilities. Anyway, um, interesting. You know, there's a dealership here in Atlanta that's a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Fiat, on and on. And I think their slogan is, be American, buy American. And I don't think the dealer realizes that a great deal of the product he sells is not even made in America. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm not going to take any shots at anybody, but a lot of Chrysler products come out of Canada and Mexico. Well, at least they don't come out of China. Careful now. A lot of components come out of China. I'm sure they do. They do. They do. Anyway, so uh, in just kind of doing a walk around of all of the displays – the Fiat 500, known as the Cinquecento, probably has more, how do I want to call it, 
uh, <laughs> more editions of that little 500. They've got a Gucci edition and then a Barth edition and a high fuel mileage edition. and uh, It's just on and on. But right in the middle of their display is this four-door sedan, 500 four-door sedan, which I thought in, when I walked in there was, what is the mini four-door sedan doing? Because, of course, mini has, but they use different body styles, too, besides whereas Chrysler just seems to take the 500 two-door and just keep adding stuff and upholstery and things like that to it. And they even have a Home Depot light across the front of the headliner, you know, these new high-intensity lights. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I thought they'd been to Home Depot to get those. But anyway, the 500L, four-door sedan, with the, it has the turbocharged motor. So I opened the door to look at the A-pillar and the B-pillar to see where it's built. And there's no stickers on it. So I walk over to the product specialist. This is what the showgirls are called now. And I, I said. <laughs> what kind of product are they? Uh... Uh, well, they talk about the product. They have, they have a lot of product knowledge instilled. Sure. Anyway. They do. Um, and she tells me what motor's in it. And it's the same motor that's in the Dodge Dart and the same motor that's in the Abarth because it's turbocharged. And I said, well, where's it built? And she said, Serbia. And I said, well, how come there's no stickers on the door, the federal stickers? Well, these are prototypes yet. We won't get them till August or September. Well, having uh, spent a little time doing quality audits in production, uh, they, they still need to do some homework on this car, and I'm going to be charitable that way. You know, let me ask Jim, I thought by federal law, I don't care if it's a prototype of your. Oh no, wig. The prototypes you can get away with. I thought you. I thought they no. still had to have. No, it's that, that those vehicles aren't for sale. Okay, all those right. Two, so they now, can't are sell they going to pack them up and send them back? No, to... they'll probably crush them. <laughs> because they're probably brought in, titled, and bond. Well, no. Uh, all right. They're first, not. first of all, when you crash test, it's usually twenty vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. You bring prototypes in. The, you know, when Steve and I were with Hyundai, we brought a hundred in of one model and crushed them in, all in different configurations. Some of them we sent back. Some of them we crushed. Some of them we donated to schools because you can do that. You can donate to technical schools. Hmm. You know, we do, one or two schools around here had a whole bunch of Hyundai product for a while. So we stroll over to the General Motors area. And we start looking because... As government motors? Yes. As, as we start looking at... We're looking at small cars and high fuel mileage. So we get over to the Chevy area, and we look at two of theirs, and lo and behold, they're made by GM Korea, which is Daewoo. Daewoo? So, yes, Daewoo. Well, GM bailed Daewoo out. All right, so... Then we go over to the Buick area because we want to see the new small SUV, smaller than the Equinox and the Traverse. And they have it. It's called the Encore. And you open the door and you look, and lo and behold, GM Korea. I saw <laughs> So I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Um, and I, I can't believe the amount of bling. Which Korea, by the way? South. South. 
the amount of bling that are on cars now. I thought chrome plating had gone out of fashion, and everybody has bling. They even cover the door handles in chrome now. You know what bling is. It's tinsel, fancy, shiny chrome. And they got more bling on these cars today. It just amazes me. Uh, I do want to say that I looked at the Ford Fiesta, and I expected to open the door and find it was made somewhere else, and it's not. It's made in a Michigan assembly plant. But it's a nice little car, and and so is the Ford Focus. And they had one of the guys there, the drifters or the rallycross guys. Um, The other nice presentation, Nissan did a good job with the Nismo. That's their high-performance line. Uh, Let me Yeah. Curious. Go ahead. What what year is this supposed to be for? This this the 2014s? 2013s and 2014 models. This year, usually by April or May, anything that comes out from there on is a 2014 model. You know, I can remember. Oh, I can too. You know what I'm going to say? Yes. September. Was yes. the model year change? Yes. And uh, if it was 1965, and you were seeing the new 1966, you were seeing it in September. Yes. Well, and that, do you remember the first car that screwed it up? The Mustang. The Mustang. You're yeah. right. 64, yeah. 65. What is it? 60, All right. Well, it's one or the other. And a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, I, I do have to to emphasize Nissan a little bit. Oh, we got a break for a minute? All right, I'll be back to emphasize Nissan. After the broke. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Jim Weber personal autographs will be signed and delivered. You got your 8x10 glosses in. Uh, oh, I did? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you can send out your... Uh... Is the glare bad? But remember, you can't send them out because the mail doesn't run on Saturday, so we're dead in the water. Okay. Well, that's not till August or September. August the 1st. Yeah, so if our listeners call in early. But I really would rather send it out with Steve's picture in it with me because I think everybody Ugh. knows I should have an accomplice. I don't know. Just the thought of you guys in bed together. I mean, I, a, stop. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. Nismo did a nice presentation. It, what? It, that's the Nissan Performance oh, okay. Division. And, and, of course, they've got the 370Z. 
in the GTR, and then they took a Juke. And Juke is that real funky-looking vehicle with the headlights that are down in the bumpers that they can't get enough of. And they've souped up the motor in that. But I, I just want to give them a little kudos. Uh, Scion, my Lord, what they have done with that product line is incredible. And that FRS coupe they've got that they build with uh, Subaru, that they developed with Subaru, and Subaru's got their version of it, and Scion. But it, and then they've got a little city car, which is so much nicer than the smart car. Anyway, my, my, my whole point with all this is auto shows are neat. They're fun. And here's the point I want to make. If our listeners out there, if there's anybody from Chicago and you go to that auto show, take your children with you. Let the kids look at the cars. They can get in? Yeah. Yeah. Is it open to the public? Yes, it's open to the public as of today. Oh. For 10 days. How come you didn't invite me? Well, because I'm here doing the radio show with you. Oh. Yesterday was the, and, and Thursday was when the press came in. and the Why did, I could have taken my press card. Yes, you could have. You should have gone with us. You didn't invite me. Well, uh, if I'd invited you, first? then you would have wanted me to buy the ticket, and, and that's not in my... <laughs> it's not asking too much. I'll let you have free airtime every week. <laughs> You're killing me. All right, I, let's let let keep, let me keep talking about this. Now. Oh, I, I do want to ask you. You you said you said town cars are those a little bitty jobbers that should be look like a, you're driving a camel yes, soup yes, sir. can. Yeah, I hate those things. I know, but uh, were there a bunch of them on display? Or well, is that the Smart had their display on the Mercedes stand because Mercedes took the distributorship back. And Scion has a two-passenger version of that. And I, I seriously, I, I like the, the Scion one. And Smart is now developing a four-door version, which is going to look like the Mini Cooper four-door or the Mini four-door or the Fiat 500L four-door. You know what You know what? you ought to come out with and it would sell like crazy? One of those little, and, and call it, either call it progressive or call it a liberal. Okay, well, let's talk about the Corvette now. Oh, yeah, I'd much rather talk The about new that. C7 Corvette was if, there. If you're going to have a two-seater, it should be a... Yes, and I think they have a home run. I, I really do. It's incredible. And you can't, as Steve says, and I, I agree with him, you can't buy a car with that much reliability, that much horsepower, that much performance, and that much handling. For the price you buy a Corvette, how much is it? Uh, it, it? They haven't announced the price yet, but I'm sure it's going to be in in the low fifties. Hmm. And you walk over and you look at a Cayman, which is not a 911 Porsche, but the Cayman S, it's seventy thousand dollars now. What are you What are you going to do with either one of those, though? Well, it, it, it okay. Other what, than get tickets, yeah. But so. What are you going to do with a 56 Chevy? Oh, I know what I'd do with one. Yeah, well, and I know what I'd do with a Corvette. You'd catch hell from your My, landlord. Oh, the landlady, I wouldn't even li- be living there anymore. <laughs> I'd be sleeping over here in the office next door. Ah. <laughs> Is there a shower in this building somewhere? Uh, we have we have tall uh, lavatories. Okay. Anyway, uh, no, I, I was very impressed with it. it it's, it's unique looking. It's controversial looking. I'm sure a lot of people aren't going to... Get so it doesn't really look like the old, our standard 
It yeah. does, but it's angular, and it's smaller. Go sideways down the road? <laughs> no. Angular? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 the lines aren't as rounded. They're more angular. Hmm. Anyway, um, very interesting. Well, I wonder. Well, you didn't get to drive it. I mean, I wonder. Well, I can't even sit in it because there, there was only one there. How, how about? I wonder how the suspension is. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I mean, all the magazines: car and driver, automobile, road and track, Motor Trend. All love it. Stiff as normal? No, or, no, no, no. I think yeah. Well, there's three settings. You get that that three setting package, hmm. which is um, normal ride, performance ride, and racetrack. Ah. So, let me, were there any, you know, or let me ask you, and it is just standard door opening? Yes. Why, you know, I like the Lorenz, and um, I, I've always I've always thought the wing. Oh, the go wing door? Yeah. Well, the SLS, the AMG Mercedes is the only one I'm aware of that offers it. I that always way thought now. that was fairly cool. I guess in a parking lot you'd have a problem yeah. with it. Well, sometimes. that's like if you notice now. All the sport utility vehicles and vans, the back door goes up in the air. It doesn't open from the side like the RAV4 and the, yeah, and the yeah. Suzuki Grand Vitara used to do. And, and you just it was difficult if somebody parked behind you because usually you drive in, but sometimes some people drive right through two spaces and park yeah, so they yeah. pull out right away. And some people back in. But Well, that's when you take the beer can opener and leave them a reminder on the <laughs> Boy, you are surly today. <laughs> or, or you take that extra ice pick that you have and see if it'll penetrate rubber. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I, I was very impressed with the Corvette. I really was. Well, um, what was the, what would you say is the most outstanding feature? Open lights or, or hidden lights? No, it's open lights. Uh, most outstanding feature, I think the styling. I mean, it really caught my eye. I'm interested to see what Bob Cumberford writes. Bob Cumberford writes a styling column, a critique. He was a General Motors stylist in the 50s. He's a real gentleman, and he's been writing this column in Automobile since it came out. And Bob Cumberford has probably, how do I put it, the most eloquent observations of any automobile and and can discuss it and that he's in automobile magazine every month and and he can talk about a a a 67 alpha julia super or he can talk about a new corvette or he could talk about any product and analyze the design of it i mean okay and and i i'm serious in a way and yeah you said obviously you couldn't even sit in it there Uh, how do you figure the getting in and getting out you're a large man um would it be and you're older than dirt yeah so would you have problems getting in and out uh i i would probably have to do some stretches to get used to it but it's it's kind of like you if you like something you get used to it well what's the height off the ground you think i don't know it's 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 probably about the same height as as the c6 it's low I mean, it's not 40 inches like a GT40, but it's probably 50, 52 inches at the most if it's that high, maybe 48 inches. Hmm. Um, they've made the interior much nicer in it. it. No, it's just it's an impressive car. A lot of electronics? Oh, yeah. Well, everything is today. Uh, yeah, and uh, But you can get it fixed at any Chevy dealer. See, that, that's, the, that's the whole point of it. 
And uh, I, I was just very impressed. Well, I, I uh, quite frankly, uh, I used to, I wouldn't buy anything but a GM product for years from the time uh, my first car was a, was a 55 Chevy. And I just, I love GM much, I, much over the Ford. And uh, yeah. so I, I bought GM. I wouldn't buy GM now. I, I just have this, uh, the bad taste in my mouth because of the bailout and stuff. Well, the, the only thing I would buy would be a Corvette, and that's because of the uniqueness of it now. Where are they made? In Bowling Green, Kentucky. Oh, okay. And it's worth a trip. Uh, if, if you're traveling cross-country, there's a Corvette museum there, and they've got a little restaurant. And I usually stop there and get a cup of soup and a sandwich just because it's kind of fun. And the delivery center's there because you can order your Corvette from a dealer and go to the delivery center after you go through the factory and watch it being built. And then you can go to the – and the people in the delivery center are, are wonderful. I mean, I wandered in there one day, and it wasn't like get out of here or have you got a car here or what do you want. It's, you know, I'm traveling through. I love Corvettes. Could I just see – and, and he, oh yeah, come on! I'll walk you around. Now this car's going here, and there's a guy out there having lunch right now that's taking delivery of this one. And I said, "Yeah, I know. I talked to him. He's got an '87 Corvette and an F three three fifty five Ferrari, and, and a lot of money in the bank. Yeah, and uh, he just ordered a new Corvette because he's selling a Ferrari because the maintenance on the Ferrari's killing him because he tracks the car. You know, he takes it to private road courses." And he was, he was a guy our age, and he was excited about it. His wife was there, and they were going to drive it back. And That's he bought cool. it from some dealer in New England, and, and, and he lived in New Jersey. Wasn't it, wasn't it the vets, when you would custom order one, they would put the name, your name plate in there? I don't know. I know I, I re, all I remember is in high school, one of the girls – that I dated mother at a new Plymouth Fury convertible, and her name was on the dash plaque. One of one of the girls I dated had a new Stingray. Good, well, yeah, well, mm. yeah. In yeah. high school, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? That's why anyway, I'm so tired today. I want to uh, after uh, I'd like to talk about social media, but I'm not through yet. Uh, another brand that seems to be coming back is Acura. They had a nice display there, some nice vehicles. Uh, I thought it was very nice. I really did. Um, the The big thing also was Audi was very impressive. Mercedes had a lot of stuff there, but it looked like it was. I don't know whether they, they laid the show floor out, and you know, in, the, in a mishmash of cars. BMW did a nice job of putting the M series cars in in one location, and they. Uh, you know, all those brands, it's pretty tough to beat them. Uh, Lexus had a race car there, one of their, their sedan racers, which surprised me in the Lexus display. But it, it's a neat show. Verizon was there, and they had the willpower indie car, and there were some classic cars there. There was a town and country convertible, the Chrysler, you know, with the wood sides. And uh, Was GoDaddy there? No. No, she doesn't. She ain't GoDaddy no more. Oh. And she's got a boyfriend. She's getting a divorce. You lost your chance. She's dating a guy. She's a cobra now. She's dating a guy five years younger. Oh, poor David. Folks, we're going to have to take a break because we've lost David for the show. 
We'll be back after this. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Did the light turn green and you're still sitting there? It might be time to take your car to Mr. Transmission and let the experts with over 45 years of experience check your transmission. Mr. Transmission of Sandy Springs is conveniently located between Steak and Shake and Sandy Springs Car Wash at 6569 Roswell Road. Look for the yellow and black Mr. Transmission sign or call 404-843-3379. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the classic car show. And I have to correct, unless it's happened since the Super Bowl, GoDaddy's GoDaddy in her green suit. Oh, I stand corrected then. Introduced the model and the geek that had the big juicy oh, kiss. Okay. I, you know, I, I stand corrected. I wish somebody could explain that commercial. What did that have to do with GoDaddy uh, or anything I, I, else? Look, the Budweiser Clydesdales, I think, was the best one. No, no. The best one and has gotten the most coverage? Yes. Dodge. Oh, with the truck, with the farm? Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Good Day. Hmm? Uh, with, with our friend Good Day. Yes. And the rest of the story? Yes. Um, you know, that that has gotten coverage incredible. That's Do- good. Dodge That's good. hit a double home run with that. Yeah. Good for No, I, good for them. I, yeah. I, it, I'll, it, most of them just, I will tell you this, I went back and watched The Farm online. Yeah, so did I. And I got to find Marty Bernstein's column because he used to write for Ad Age. You know, he, he does a nice thing on on Detroit News, the mm-hmm. the Detroit Bureau. I'm sorry, uh, which is a, a great website, and uh, they give you great I, information. I'm, I'm going to give you the ultimate of segues, and but are we segueing that, now? Yeah, we're, we're hang on. I know your hair is blowing. You can tell we're segueing. Um, <laughs> no, the social media that, we, that you're going to talk about, Facebook and and even Twitter, and, and as. You know, I've been in advertising ever since I wet my diapers. Um, but the one thing that I'm so impressed with is that people, it was so good, and with Paul Harvey and, oh, you know, well, he and was, all of this. he was wonderful. But, you know, normally speaking, a lot of ad agencies out-agency themselves, and they'll come up with something extremely creative that you have to have somebody explain it to you. Yes, you sir. Know? But with this one, the thing that I really love is the fact that it was so good, God made farmers, but people remembered who did it. That's the most important yes. thing. They said the Dodge – did you see the Dodge truck commercial in the Super Bowl? They didn't say – and some of them would refer to the Dodge Farmer commercial or, right. or whatever. But they they got their point across Dodge. Yes. 
Yes, and I I commend him for it. I really Amen. do. And as I told you, I went back and watched it. Oh, um, I've watched it a couple of times. There was a seminar, Social Media for Women, I believe, yesterday. And there was a young lady from the Barrington Group, and I think her website is Girl in the Trunk because somebody figured out how much trunk space she would take it, like 1.5 cubic feet. And that was kind of her deal. But there was a lady from General Motors there, and and they've got a huge staff of social media people. And then another lady that uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember, uh, but she was very involved in it and very involved in the Internet. The point I'm trying to make is it's live and it goes on all the time. And one of the examples was that apparently United had not notified one of these young ladies that their flight was late or that it was canceled. And she twittered United Airlines and made some comment in the Twitter about American Airlines She's never heard back from United. An American responded. Almost instantly. Almost instantly. And has gone back and forth with her. And she has established a relationship this way. It's, I, I mean, this is. think about all the ones that go on. And you just mentioned the station with Twitter and the fact of just the volume you get here. The millennials the, what is that, 18 to 29 or, or something group, yeah. they know more than we do. I mean, they're on all the time. And, and when I they, know two-year-olds and no more than you know. Oh, well, I've got an 11-year-old. Well, she's 12 now, I think. I call her over to show me how to do something once in a while. But it, it's, it's amazing, the information. And, and, of course, you have to be careful because – even if it's on the internet, it may not be true. As we've, because <laughs> I, I sent you some things and said, David, can this be true? And uh, it's it's the way to connect, and they connect, and when they go in to buy a car, now they're twittering their friends. What do we think about this or that or this dealer or that dealer? So it's important in the automobile business that you have people that can do social media. Which is important at this point to say, if you've got a droid, you can download our app and listen to us anytime. See exactly. How that's, seg- that's another and, segue. And, hey! <laughs> and uh, you can do it on your iPhone and iPad very shortly. So uh, check yeah. it out. Uh, uh, I, I have to get on my soapbox for a minute now. E85. I'm sorry, what? E85. E85. Fuel. You, you want some... You want some supposed make-believe gas? Huh? Well, no. Remember, we've talked about E90 yeah. and all the problems we've all had. Whether it's been Steve's Cadillac with his drivability, it's been people whose fuel lines on cars that are like 2,000 and older that have run into corrosion and absorbs fuel or absorbs water. And now E85 is starting to appear down here. Remember, it used to be just in Iowa and a few places like that, but. I was in uh, South Florida, and I drove because I just, I just didn't want to do another airplane. And I drove it. I came back, 
And as I came up 75 in the Florida Turnpike, I noticed signs now for E85. Well, people have to be careful. They don't want to put E85 in their cars unless they've got one of the new flex fuel vehicles. And that's in the last few years. But can you imagine if you've had problems with your chainsaw and you've had problems with your weed whacker and your leaf blower and your lawnmower and they don't run and you don't drain the gas or you don't put one of the additives like stable or one of the other five or six that are out there now that diffuse this alcohol in the fuel and and eliminate or stop some of the corrosion, you're still going to have problems. And if you put E85 in, it's going to get worse. So that's my soapbox for today, folks, is uh, unless you have a flex fuel vehicle, I would not put E85 in my car. You know, Jim, it's just like everything else, though. It's there... I have yet to read anything that convinces me that it's necessary. Oh, I agree. And with that being said, I think we should stand up and basically revolt. And not use it. <laughs> and not use it. And, and bitch about it if somebody tries to sell it to us. And let your, let your wherever you get fuel, be it a name brand or or a racetrack or one of the other um, establishments, let them know, you know. Tell them this, this. And it's sort of one of these things. Why should you use a product that potentially, I mean, I'm buying what is being sold to me in good faith, and if I'm buying a tank of gas for 70 bucks, or whatever it winds up costing, well, sixty-five you, to seventy dollars for a tank of gas. Yeah, you've you've only got one car that you can even put yeah. E ninety in. So, well, that's the, the yeah, new one you just got. Yeah. But but your your two older ones, one's a diesel, and the other one well, is it's gone. Okay, but then the other one, your exploder yeah. is what year? Two. Well, then you can just yeah you could you could you could you can run alcohol based. But the that. point being is, it could still potentially cost me a hundred, two hundred, five hundred, a thousand bucks. Yes. And I think that's personally, I think that's criminal, and I think that the government has no right to tear up my car. Well, we'll save that to a future program. <laughs> that's when we have, uh, you know, it's sort of like. Like I said, we ought to come out with a, a car called the Liberal or the Progressive. Uh, well, okay. Can, can I segue into AACA for you a minute? Do, I tell you Where what, I'm going to give you an opportunity that I don't give most bald-headed guys. Oh, and what, I'm, to wear a hairpiece? No, I got, I got a long blonde wig. In the, yeah. no, <laughs> I just oh, wear that on occasion. I, I, I had to stop at Starbucks today because I'd have fallen asleep at the mic if I hadn't. And that's why I came in just about, we didn't have a warm-up session, in other words. Yeah, normally, folks, we lie to each other. And I'm going to go get a cup of coffee okay. while you, uh, you. Is there enough left to give me a half? Half of what? Cup. Just the bottom half? Just the bottom half. Please. Right. Anyway, I... I wanted to talk about AACA for a minute. Steve's there. We we promote it. We talk about the library. We, we talk about the museum. We talk about the events and things. But I'd like to mention a couple of things. You know, the annual meeting's going on now. And in two weeks will be the Southeastern Winter Meet. 
in Lakeland, Florida, and a lot of beautiful cars show up there. I had the privilege of judging, I guess it was two or three years ago, uh, the southeastern winter meet, and I did the, my first judging down there in judges' school. I did at the uh, annual meeting and really enjoyed it, learned a lot. And if you have any opportunity to be in Florida, this meet is in Lakeland, Florida, and it's the, the winter meet, and it ought to be an absolutely wonderful meeting. It's the Orange Blossom region. And I'll give you a phone number if you have a question. Area code 863-646-8013. And they're doing the winter meet February 21 to 23. I guess just about the time spring training is going to start. So uh, there's some great meets. There's one in Charlotte in April. There's one in, uh, and I'm talking southeast Northern Alabama, Southern Middle Tennessee has the Founders Tour, and Steve's going to do that. And then the Central Spring Meets in Auburn, Indiana. And if you ever want to go and see something neat, it's the Auburn Cord Duesenberg Museum. I've been there many times over the years, and they change some of the displays, and they've got some absolutely gorgeous cars. So that takes you up through, and now it's just one more. Uh, the Eastern Spring Meet, the Gettysburg region, is uh, May 30th to June 1st. So thank you, David. David just brought me back a little uh, coffee. That's but E101 coffee. Uh, thank you, E101. <laughs> That's 101 octane. <laughs> um, if you want to find out anything about AACA and, and your web savvy, uh, the address is www.aaca.org.org. And great site. Join. They have a youth program. If you have children, if you have grandchildren, and, and take them to a meet. Show them the old cars. It, it, it's just it's absolutely a wonderful activity. Get them out of the house. They quit playing Xbox. Maybe it'll get them some interest. We hope it does, don't we, David? Absolutely. Okay, are we going to break again? Sure, why not? Okay. Sounds like a deal to me. Lieutenant Colonel Terry Lakin, in obedience to his officer's oath to defend the Constitution, asked a simple question. Mr. Obama, please confirm where you were born. After seeking an answer for two years, he chose to invite his own court-martial to resolve the issue. Instead of answers, he was sent to prison and stripped of his rank, pay, and pension. His amazing story is told in a new book, Officer's Oath, Why My Vow to Defend the Constitution Demanded I Sacrifice My Career. Learn more about this man and his story at officersoath.com. Learn about the dozens of individuals who have contributed to Terry's story, leaders and activists in the eligibility movement. The book is a complete story of Terry's decision, the immediate consequences, and the long-range effect of Terry's choice. Please visit OfficersOath.com today and pre-order the book now. That's OfficersOath.com. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs.
This is Doug Field, CEO of the Institute for Healthcare Consumerism, and I'd like to personally invite you to join us at our IHC Forum East Conference, May 9th and 10th, at the Cobb Gallery in Atlanta, Georgia. That is where you'll learn how to get your employees to become better healthcare consumers and lower your healthcare costs. Again, join us May 9th and 10th at the Cobb Galleria in Atlanta, Georgia, and I look forward to seeing you there. You can find our information at theihccforum.com. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Right. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, we're talking claustrophobia. And, I, you know, there's some of the cars, and this is serious. Now, when I was flying, I don't know why, I could fly a low wing. I like that. That's what I generally rented to right. fly. Much over a, a Cessna and a high wing. Uh, and I never really got claustrophobic, either, even though it's pretty tight space. Never problem with claustrophobia. But anything else, I can get cla- I can look at some of these cars on the streets today and get claustrophobic. I, I noticed that in the Camaro, and, and I noticed it in the Dodge Challenger. And the other one was the Audi TT, not the newer one, but the first version, because I always look to see if I can get out the window. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, serious. Yeah, if I can get out the sense. window, but I can drive a 904, which hmm. is a little Porsche, but I can't. You ask me if I can get in and out of that now? Well, last time I got out of one, I literally rolled out on my hands and knees. Wow. Yeah. Now, that's an interesting statement, though, about yeah. can I get out of the window? Mm-hmm. You know, I, as things would have it, that you bring that up. I, I, For some reason, and I don't have a clue of why, but I used to have a dream about uh, going off a bridge or whatever. Oh, we all did, or I and, did um, anyway. Yeah. You know, what, what am I going to do when I hit the water? And this, yep. You know, before electric windows, they used to have a screw thing, you know, you could roll down your window. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Well, that's called not. a crank handle. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's so, what I still prefer over electric. Uh, you could get out of your car with that sucker if you yep. were in the deep yes, six. And uh, I, and I wonder, you know. So and I and believe it or not, I carry a, a window breaker uh, in my glove box. You have a carry permit for it. <laughs> no, but I do for what I'm sitting on. <laughs> anyway, all right, a couple other things uh, coming up. Daytona Speed Weeks for all of our NASCAR friends. And uh, ought to be good this year. They changed the body on the cars. We've got the microcar auction next weekend in Madison, Georgia, with all of the little Messerschmitts and, uh, and the Izettas. Won't be here. Yeah, and and for the, our listeners that go to that microcar auction, don't wave at anybody because you may own something. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's something to think about. Point well taken. Yeah, and uh, we are going to do a rerun. Um, what I'd like to request for a rerun, David, do you remember when we did the NASCAR school? And we interviewed the gentleman, and uh, we talked about NASCAR. I <laughs> think that rerun of that show would be very good because it's about the time of the Daytona race. You no, give me a date and I'll be happy to I, I can't remember that. And, I, and the dog ate my notebook. <laughs> the, 
Then there's no there's is not there, a snowball isn't it on chance. our listing? Isn't it on our listing? If I go into the archives, if you can find it and email me, I'll run it. I just okay. I don't have time to look for. I it. I understand. I understand. But folks, also help David check yeah, the archives money. too. Yeah, <laughs> check the archives and make sure because uh, the interesting thing about that show was the fact that it not only talked about how the cars were built and who the builders were, but the important thing is that it could provide a career for someone. And and that's that's a neat thing. Uh, and, and you could do, because, go into the engine area. You could go into the chassis area. You could go into the metal shaping area. And, of course, we had a couple of great interviews. We had uh, Faye Butler on, and then uh, we had one of his students on, Pete Jackson, from Pete's Custom Coach Building. And that's another wonderful career today would be metal shaping. So something to think about. Ron Covell has got a lot of stuff. He's, he's more into the hot rods, and uh, I think he runs articles in Street Rider magazine. But Ron Covell would be a good guy to, to talk to. Um, there's a great article about Porsche RS race cars and how some people have – been able to create new bodies in the proper shape and dimension. God, where do I sign up? Yeah, and in the uh, 356 registry, the uh, June or, or January, February issue for 2013, there's a great article, and hopefully one of these days I can uh, share it with our listeners on uh, what one gentleman in New Hampshire is doing to uh, recreate a body on one on a car that burned very badly. And there are a few original ones around to do that with. Um, I want to go back and and just say one thing again. UTI, Universal Technical Institute, has some great automotive training programs. Not only uh, automobiles, they also train motorcycle. They work with manufacturers. They do training for manufacturers and have training schools for them. So they're another good possibility if any of our listeners have children, grandchildren, or they are out of work, go to school, a whole new career, because, boy, the automobile industry is going to need it in a few years. These cars are getting more and more technical, and we're running into more and more drivability challenges. So it's certainly something to think about. And uh, with that, David, uh, do you want to mention any more about social media? Uh, Just the fact that uh, you can keep in touch with Jim and and Steve by uh, emailing us. You can go on your telephone if you've got a droid. And soon if you have an iPhone, you can go on an iPhone or an iPad or or whatever eyes you got. (laughs) Our ears. Our ears. Now, blackberries, too. Will it work on a blackberry? Yeah. It, it, okay. Uh, Anything that's Google-based or, or Google? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I have Google on my my iPhone, but I also. Uh, you know, I don't know. If, I don't. I, I guess we have to go have, through the iTunes store. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. If you have Googles on there, maybe you can. Um, can you go to the Google store? I don't know. Play stores, I think it's called. I that's think it's I on my laptop. It's on my and, laptop. Um, you know, it, it's just it's fascinating. I, I'm too old to understand well, it. And, it's, and, and, and these three ladies, businesswomen, one was with a series of TV stations, 
And, of course, the other lady ran the program for General Motors, and the third lady was very involved in social media uh, from a women's standpoint. And it, it's I had not realized it, but today all these folks are connected, all the millennials. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, that, that's incredible. it. Um, you know, the one thing, I, and I'll go down my soapbox. Uh-oh, here we go. No, I, I uh, you know, it is amazing, and I, I don't want to say I'm, I'm carrying around a fish. I am a Christian, and, and I have my beliefs. But it is sad to take something like uh, the Internet and Facebook and Twitter and all the rest of them and I guess there, there's evil in everything, and, and it's a shame that uh, so much uh, has been corrupted on, on them. And, and, you know, it's just terrible. I, it's, it's like our website and our, uh, our Internet connections. Uh, when you get some clown, God knows where he is or she is or whoever it is that uh, – puts a worm or puts a Trojan horse or, you know, is able to hack into the Federal Reserve System this past week, those people are sick, and and they need help. And it, it's a shame that you take something as incredibly useful as the Internet. It's a, to- it's a learning tool. It is. And, and, it's, uh, and yet you have to please, please, if you've got kids, you don't want to be the the mommy and daddy police officers, but you do need to know what they're what they're doing. I, yes. I mean, the stuff that's accessible is just beyond imagination, and uh, and it's sad that t- people have taken it. With that being said, I think I think social media, Facebook, Twitter, um, have given us an opportunity to have really a fourth media or a, or a second media maybe if you look at mainstream and then you look at uh, the mm-hmm. social network yes and and just like you said you can get as many lies as you want on on uh, the internet but at the same token you can get truths there too yes well it, it's it's knowledge it's it's information and and this is really applicable to the antique car hobby the classic car hobby and the hot rods and the custom cars because you can go in there there's so many websites there's Ford Barn and and uh, I, I, I Petrolicious I enjoy and and Chicane and then I get Sports Car Digest and I get pre-war classics and there's a whole bunch of these that you can go and you get your questions answered and technical questions at the same time now I got to so, ask: Do you uh, do you you have an iPad, right? I have an iPad, an iPhone, but I don't have a, an, an iComputer or an <laughs> Apple computer. But I, I mean, I you know, I this is just a personal thing. You probably read books on your iPad, right? I haven't started yet. Steve does. I'm still old school. Yeah, I gotta hold I, the thing. Yep, that's I. Uh, I, I gotta hold the thing. Is now, that old school? Yeah, yeah. And and I, but I buy a lot of used books. You know, my my wife uh, is is an avid reader. I mean, I'm not even sure I've seen her face since before we were married. Um, 
But she, she, she used to. I mean, when we first got married, my God, she was buying and books ain't cheap, you know. But she, uh, she, she, uh, her school is near a library, and sure. uh, and she checks out books by the, you know, six and eight at a time. Yeah, and that lasts her a couple of nose jobs. And then, <laughs> okay, all right. Well, the other thing is. I, I will look, and I am asking our listeners to look for the uh, Universal Technical Institute interview about the NASCAR school in Mooresville, North Carolina, and maybe we can run that archive show next week since you'll be gone, I'll be gone, and Steve will, Steve is gone. <laughs> so, yeah, Steve's out of it. We don't know where he is. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> well, we know he's in Philadelphia at the AACA meeting now, but next week. And the following week he's gone because he's in Lakeland for the winter meet. And... With that being said, we're gone. We thank you for listening to America's Web Radio. Be sure and pick it up on your app, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks.